Well, hey, you guys, welcome to another episode of the Revelation Wellness Podcast. Today, ding, ding, ding. Hold on. There it is. Today, you and I get to sit down with Jess Conley. Jess has authored her latest book, Breaking Free from Body Shame, and it is available right now. Y'all, I know I, I talk about a lot of great books. I read a lot of great books, but if you are connected to this ministry, read this book, Breaking Free from Body Shame, Dare to Reclaim What God Has Named Good. I have read many books on body image. I think there are a lot of people talking about body image, but Jess gets after it. So I would not even listen to the interview right now. I would stop right now, swipe up and go get the book. It is available now through Amazon. It will be in your front door probably in a day or two. And the good news is if you do it today and go over to the Good Body Gals group or the, we'll, we'll put a link below to go, you will get all the pre-order bonus stuff too, which has been like 10 weeks of coaching from Jess herself with body shame on the issue of body shame. So don't miss out on these extra goodies that you can stock your arsenal of loving God, getting healthy, and being whole and loving others with. So now you know, okay? We're, we have a lot of instructors that are also gonna be walking people through this book, doing some great things. So I wanted to jump right to that. We're, today we're gonna sit down and talk to Jess about why she wrote this book. You're gonna hear a little story about her ambient email that she sent me in the middle of the night way back when. And it's been so cool to see how God has literally transformed her from the inside out from a woman who was once in bondage in all the places regarding her body and what the world was saying about it to this newfound freedom and joy that she has in being exactly who God's created to be in the body she's been given in the season she is in. Amen? Okay, one more thing before we go to the interview. Don't forget, to a Friday, which is tomorrow because you're hearing this right now, which is probably Thursday morning, tomorrow, you can come to my live webinar webinar on breaking the habit loops. Talk about body shame. We've got to break the loop, whether we think poorly about our bodies or think poorly about God or whatever it is we do that creates these negative habit loops. I'm going to host a webinar on how you can break these negative habit loops. And I'm telling you, I'm I'm sure you've heard a lot of different approaches, but God got with me on this one is like, talk about this. This is the way through. And yes, we're going to talk a little bit about the mind and renewal, but how we break these negative thought patterns and habit loops so that we can have a transformed life according to God's word. I hope you will come. It's going to be a good time together. That link is also in the show notes. You can register for it. Come live because I'd love to see you live. If you can't make it live, you will get the replay. Okay. So we've got you covered either way. Join me tomorrow at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on June 25th. Okay. Love you guys so much. Thank you, donors, partners, friends, how you um, partner, get behind us with resources, um, your monthly partnership, uh, as well as every time you leave a review or share this podcast, it really does help us spread the gospel around the world. Love you so much. Have a great day. Peace. Revelation Wellness Community, I'm excited whenever I get the chance to be with our friend, Jess Conley. Jess is here today because she has written not just a, another book, 
a book that you need, there's, there's read your Bible. Yes. And amen. But if you and your body situation, if you are just obsessing or neglecting, you guys know it's on our website banner head, whether stop obsessing, stop neglecting, live free in your body. And if that is what you are continuing to seek the Lord on her latest book, breaking free from body shame, go get it now. But before we jump into it, Jess, say hello to everyone. I love you. Also, Elisa, I don't know if I've ever told you this, but your podcast is really the only one I listen to. What? Yeah. It's a what? In our household. In oh, God bless. Nick is revving the word all the time. Oh you my know. gosh. Did you That's know so that? I didn't know that. I never see, I don't, he hasn't tagged me on stories or anything. Well, have you ever seen him use stories? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. He is the man to get like, where is this Nick? Is he up to? Rock somewhere like using his dial up phone. Um, no, he, um, he loves, I, I do too. I, but he's a big walker. He's gotten really into awesome. walking these days. So yes. Having the word walking. Awesome. Um, yeah. I love y'all. I love, I love your people. You know, I love you. You are people. We, this is, yes, if you don't know, I mean, we've had a lot of new followers, a lot of new listeners around here. So I can't assume you all know Jess Conley. So Jess, tell people a little bit about you, a little background and how you got to where you are today. Yeah, I am a gal who lives in Charleston, South Carolina. My husband and I, Nick, we lead Bright City Church here. We planted and now lead this church. We have four kids who are wild and funny and, mm, and um, so big. Do you, do you ever feel like you have to really describe your kids for people to understand you? Always. But you know, always. Yeah. I, I feel like I know your kids, you know, I'm like, oh, Sophia, you know, she's so vibrant and fierce and like <laughs> Jackie's so creative and smart. Like it's <laughs> important. Yeah. I, we know that about them. You know? <laughs> yes. So it's, if you're wondering what kind of kids mine are, they're all loud. I don't have a single quiet one. I don't have a single introvert. They're all very funny. Awesome. Um, they're, they're silly and great. And I lead go and tell gals, which is, a um, an organization that helps equip and encourage women for using their God given gifts. So we coach women and I also write books and I teach the Bible. Yes, you do. And how many books yeah. have you written? This is book number nine. I can't even wait. Where did that, where can you list them? Yes. Let's Go. see if I can. Go. Wild Nine. and Free. I'm also yep. counting Bible studies. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Wild and Free. Yeah. Dance, Stand, Run. Yep. Dance, Stand, Run Bible study. Yeah. Always Enough, Never Too Much. Oh, yes. Love that one. You Are the Girl for the Job. Yeah. You Are the Girl for the Job Bible study. Yes. Glory Girl. Yes. Take It Too Far. Breaking Free from Body Shame. Gosh. Goodness. And that's been since 2000 and what? Wild and Free started in 2016. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> I'm going to, I mean, this is where, what, I need your eating program. I, how do you write? How do you fit this all in? you told me to do in 2014. <laughs> back in 2014. I'm just saying, oh my goodness. You tell me to do. I'm just doing what you tell me to do. Okay. Oh, so yeah. tell people, tell, let's share that story. So in her book, Breaking yeah. Free from Body Shame, First of all, tell everyone why you write the book. Who's this for? Yeah. This book is for anyone who has a body. <laughs> it's totally. For Qualified. 
you're in. This is for the 97% of women who say they struggle with body image issues Mm -hmm. um, and who believe, maybe believe, want to believe, have heard that God is good, that God is kind, but don't know what that has to do with their bodies. Come on. And don't have never heard any kind of connection points therein, which is totally understandable. I mean, it's not understandable if they've ever listened to an episode of this podcast, but if you're brand new to this podcast, Mm -hmm. you may not have heard anyone ever talk about the goodness Mm -hmm. and the the value of your body. Mm -hmm. So it's for them. And it's a little bit of my story, but really more than that, it's um, just a path that helped me. And it is continually helping me break free and stay free from living under the effects of body shame. In the book, you talk about, and I, I love the story because you also told me this story when we first, our paths first crossed, but tell people about your kind of your earliest memory yeah. of having this disassociation with your body. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's my earliest memory of feeling a way about my body. And it's really genuinely one of my earliest memories. Mm. And um yeah, it's in the book. I'm, I'm was riding in the backseat of a car and I remember running my hand down the side of my body. And I, I was a very complicated, complex child (laughs) specifically in regards to God. Um, I would, I was not like, Oh, God is good. Everything's fine. I was like, what is God? Who is God? What is he doing? Where is he? Questions. Yeah. I wanted to know. I remember, I can remember like sitting in my room being like, are you real? Do you want to talk right now? I mean, I just (laughs) was, I had so many questions and I would, I believed in eternity as a child, even if I didn't have a relationship with Jesus. But so I remember kind of praying with my hand and saying, like, if you're real, here's the deal. Why don't you just kind of cut off this part of my body that feels like it's extra? And I won't tell anyone I was making deals with him. I was saying, like, I won't tell anybody. It'll be you. You're, you're in my secret. And you can just make me kind of like everyone else. Mm. And we'll be good. And I remember opening my eyes and obviously being pretty disappointed in him. And uh, yeah, just a really, I would say like, and that, and then I played that story out for about 25 years. <laughs> just 25 years. <laughs> you know, just yeah. did that same thing over and over. over. And over. If you're mm-hmm. real, if you're good, will you make me acceptable? Will you make mm. me something other people will deem as okay? Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. here's what you and I know. Mm. I, don't, I don't even think I wrote this in the book. I've seen pictures of that little girl. Mm-hmm. I know she what you're going to say. She was just a beauty. Amen. You what? know, she was yeah. just like fine and great and good. Fantastic. So the, and the truth is I don't have any memory of anyone saying anything to me to make me feel that way. Mm-hmm. Before that day, obviously we all have all the horrible, horrible, horrible triggering memories of everything that has been said to us, but I don't have any memories before that day of anyone yeah. saying your body's bad. There's something wrong with it. I, I just in my flesh felt other something and it, wrong. Yeah. yeah, something's wrong. And I think it's, it's the same way we see like a baby, you know, a six month old baby or not six month old, they can't talk, but like 16 month old baby say like mine and grab something Yeah, that we're just born into this struggle, yeah. That's right. you know? And so I think, I think that's how God wrote it for me. And I think it was for my good, for my freedom and for my healing and for my hope. So that's why you write this story uh, about your earliest memory under the chapter about is body image a spiritual issue? Mm-hmm. 
like, yeah. like, right. Like, where did that come from? Nobody, nobody taught you that. It just drops in us at some point, the thoughts of not being good enough or whatever yeah. it might be. Yeah. yeah. It's just the effects of living under the fallen world. Yes, for correct. sure. So, but then I don't know if you were going to ask me this, but then we can, we can fast forward to the next really poignant and important memory mm-hmm. that Go. I write about in the book, Right. Cause then you favorite. spent 25 years about there or so. <laughs> spent about 25 years there. <laughs> Just then, changing the, the, the way you operated around it and right. Chasing your, chasing it on the treadmill, trying to figure it out. Okay. Now go. Sometime I, I actually feel like I could at least pinpoint it to January, 2014. I actually know it was January. It it may have been very early February, but I do know that my baby who is now eight had just turned one Mm -hmm. and I was living in some defeat with this idea that like, Oh, my baby is one. So this, this baby weight Mm. that's been here for all four babies is still here. And I was, I was working through some defeat about that. I was newly living in a beach town, uh-huh. anticipating summer coming. We uh-huh. had just planted our church and I felt like I was out on a limb and I needed to fix this one thing. If I could fix this one thing, if I could fix this body, I could at least maybe handle the four kids, the church planting the business. And so I, I've told you about it and we write about it. I wrote about it in the book that, um, some people, you know, Ambien eat, they, they eat while they're on Ambien or they do weird things or, um, I don't need Ambien. I just do weird things in my sleep. I do it all the time. I'll, I'll do still, I'll, I, still. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'll buy stuff in my sleep all the time, oh, middle yeah. of the night. Awesome. Um, so I woke up one morning and realized I had sent you an email in my sleep. I don't think I, 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 I don't know that and we had never connected in any way. We, I was thinking about this. We connected through a little shout out, Megan Burns. I think you yeah. had coached Megan Burns and somehow yeah. uh, we are, she saw, you know, she was doing revolution wellness or that community passed in front of you. And that's probably it too. Mm-hmm. And I know that you and I, we, we ended up being together a lot that year. Like I, yeah. we, different events conference a few months later. Yep. And I um, went to the declare I, conference and then you guys put me in a yurt and that was awesome. And still is one of the best yeah. stories I tell all mankind. It's the best. Yeah. But so I just sent you an email and said, help. And I think I, I think I wanted you to fix my body, but mm-hmm. the spirit of God came, came yeah. up and out through your mouth. And, yeah. and instead so we sweet. fixed some other things, God yeah. fixed some other things truly. And so that's really, that is really the start for me of, um, of what you and I then called b- me being on the freedom train, freedom and train say, are you on the freedom train? Yep. Some days I would tell you I'm on top of the freedom train. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm ringing the bell. And then I'm up got, front. I'm, I'm blowing front. smoke, choo, choo. And then some days, <laughs> I think one day I texted you and said, it's dragging me. <laughs> Fingernails. <laughs> I'm holding on. <laughs> Train is dragging me behind it. Um, but yeah, that was really the beginning of it. And and so all that fast forward to say, loaded that out. Really, I would say I really started to feel and experience my own freedom about two or three years ago. So somewhere around... 2018, 2019, as I was really stepping into God's call on my life. And, um, I was really perceiving and, and kind of like replacing a lot of that shame with truth and, and, and starting to get some traction under my belt. And Mm -hmm. I would, we would throw out when I'd meet with my editor, when I'd meet with 
anyone at, at my publisher, I'd say like, eventually I want to write about my body. I want to talk about that. I want to talk about it's women's okay. bodies. And then March, 2020, um, the first few days of March, 2020, I actually flew to meet with my publisher. The world was still turning. Everything was still normal. Mm-hmm. And I flew to meet with my publisher. I sat across the table from my editor and she said, I think it's time. I think it's time to talk about bodies and, and maybe to write that book. And will you pray about it? And I was like, I'll pray about it. I'll think about it. But I had no plans to write a book that year. So I just, you know, had just written eight you books. You just finished. Yeah. Yeah. And so Another like, book. Yeah. I, we were taking a break until 2021 to write. And so I was like, I'll pray about it. And came home and the pandemic began and I went into, you know, into that as, as all of us did. And my editor called me mid April and she said, let's hop on the phone and talk for a little bit. And I'll never forget. I, she said, I want to talk about your next book. And so I thought, oh, she's had another idea. Great. I'm off the hook. Mm. I was like, oh, good. She wants me to talk about rest or <laughs> she wants me to talk about. Yeah. She's not going to remember anything I said about no. that body thing. Yeah. She's got a new idea. Great. <laughs> and she called me and she said, how do you think women are feeling about their bodies right now? Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I totally. Feeling, I think they're feeling pretty busted about their bodies. She said, how do you think women are going to feel about their bodies when they come out of their houses? Mm. And I was like, oh, she's like, you want to start writing? And I was like, done. Going in. Yeah. Yeah. Finished the book about 60 days later. It just came I out. I can't even believe 60 days later. Did your finger have cramps? Like that is fire, lightning coming out your fingers to get that many words in 60 days. It was honestly some of the, the it was some of the best days of my whole life. It was so life-giving. And that's why I want to say everyone listening, that's why this book is, it is every word you can tell matters. Every word you are like, breathing into bones. You're trying to, you're, you're pulling on something that maybe saying the things that you wish someone had said to you that are for the time, such as this right now, I'm going to list out the titles of the chapters, the book again. Can I do that real quick? Yeah, please. Because I want people to hear, this is why this is not a book about, um, kind of some ideas or thought it really is coming to, we've got to put our flag in the ground on some of these issues. Like we've got to get clear on this. And then she reflects on the Bible. It's not a book about, um, like trying to raw, raw our bodies in terms of not paying attention to the real battle that it is. Um, and so she goes into the real places. So first image or first chapter, why body image is a spiritual issue bang. We just have to start right there, right? That's what we're saying. Like, where, when did I even start thinking this way? Where did this yeah. come from? Yeah. For some of you, you might be able to say, well, my mom or my mom, mom. Okay. But why did they start? Like what point did we start calling something good? Not good. So and she does go ahead. I'll pause right there only because you know, what's so interesting to me is I wrote, I wrote most of that chapter and was like, great, this is good. This is a spiritual issue. And then I had a friend who read the chapter who came back to me and she said, here's something, here's a piece you're missing. And she said, the reason why it's so important that you talk about the fact that body image is a spiritual issue is because she said for so many of us who really love God and who really want to be spiritual and who really want to be kingdom minded, we've believed this idea that it's just our body. Yeah. And so we can disassociate from it. And so we can harm it. Yes. So we can do all these godly, holy, worshipful things (sighs) in every other part of our body, but in every other part of our life, but our, but our body, we get to hurt and harm. Right. Put it in a different place. Yeah. Which I was like, you're right. 
Yeah. Thank you. And, and we wrote the chapter. Amen. And that's why I know you guys know here that that's why we're always saying it's integration. Come on, bring it all back to the glory of God under the goodness of his reign. So why body image is a spiritual issue, a better mindset, renaming what the world has labeled less than your body does not belong to the world. And that's where I think that's I enter chapter. into the story. Yeah. yeah. That was when we're going to go somewhere else with this. We're going to let's okay. Yep. We live through the world. Let's think higher. Your body does not belong to the world. Five, resting from the quest for a better body. Your body is not a project is chapter six. I love that chapter. Seven, restoring our bodies to the original purpose. Eight, your body is not a marker of righteousness. That's another preach topic right there because the lie is that if you were righteous, then you should have, since you're righteous, you should be perfect. (laughs) like that you shouldn't struggle with these things that if you could make your body better than God is like that whole weird disconnection we have with righteousness in our bodies, Mm -hmm. nine welcoming revival, 10, your body is not a trophy and 11 is a timeline of freedom. And literally each chapter, you guys, as you read through each chapter, you'll feel just scales, scales fall off, dead skin fall off. Um, and I would hope, and I know you would say the same thing. The goal is revival. Amen. Like Amen. revival people really walking, living and breathing as who they are because God has called them good and free from shame of any kind. And especially in our body. And Jess, I've told you, I think since you've written this book, I follow you all the time. And I listen to your teachings. I listen to your preachings. I read all the stuff. I think and maybe this is just the work of the last two years or three years, I think you are more sure of your voice and who you are and what God's called you to do in this season now than you've ever been before. And I I can't help but think, is the body coming into it now that you have like literally stepped into your skin? I think so. I think you're right. And I think because, I think that's part of it. I think because my body gets to come to the table now. Yeah. You know, because I just trust her. She's not a liability. Mm -hmm. Um, I just, yeah, I I feel like she gets to come to the table. She gets to be a part of the ministry. She gets to have fun too. And I think also part of it is because specifically revolving this content, there's nothing else in my life, you know, it's second Corinthians 12, nine is power is made perfect in your Mm -hmm. weakness. So there's nothing else Mm -hmm. in my life. There's no, uh, there's been no other gauntlet that the enemy has thrown Mm -hmm. like shame regarding my body. And uh, we say this at the beginning of the book, the book is written to be trigger free. So it's, it's written to be a soft place to land. And so I I say that just to say, if any of you read the book and you're like, I don't hear a lot of really bad stories, that's intentional. Um, that's intentional. I don't, I don't, it didn't, that didn't need to happen. So you don't need to know my entire story and and the depths of the, of the hardness that I've experienced there Mm -hmm. just to know this is our story Mm -hmm. and in a variety of ways, the enemy has come for us. And so I think because it's just such an integral part of my testimony yeah. that there's just a new level of strength that I get. That's right. You know, Absolutely. there's just a new le- level of, I'm so convinced. So. I'm so convinced. I'm so sure. And it's, it's been the funnest part about, it's been the funnest part about putting the book out. I have this story. This is like a really quick aside, but 
it's a, it's a moment that changed my life forever and it doesn't have to do with bodies, but I'll pull it back in a moment that changed my life forever is this in 2012, I was no, it was 2011. No, it was 2010 in 2010. I had, um, three kids, three and under, I had a three-year-old, I had a two-year-old and I had a one-year-old and our life had broken down. We were struggling with literal Mm -hmm. poverty. My husband Mm -hmm. um, made $14,000 in one year and I didn't have a job. I stayed home with our kids. Mm -hmm. We, Mm -hmm. I was struggling with postpartum depression and didn't know what that was. Hadn't been diagnosed Mm -hmm. in any way, shape or form. We were really defeated. We had been through, um, we had been in a really toxic church environment that was so toxic. Mm-hmm. The church ended up just imploding and exploding. We were in a place, we were in a space. And I went mm-hmm. to go see some friends for a bachelorette party. Mm-hmm. And I, it was like a bachelorette weekend. And on the way back, my friends staged basically a takeover. And in our car, they all kind of turned around and said, we believe that you're, you're experiencing depression and we really want you to get help. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the time, Nick and I were going to go plan, plan to plan a church. We were leaving to plant a church. And so these friends were kind of staging an intervention and saying, you can't plan a church right now. You mm-hmm. are really struggling. You need, you need spiritual, mental, physical help. Mm-hmm. And you can imagine Enneagram eight thinking I'm fine, really mm-hmm. trying to white knuckle it. And I'm like, I don't even know what you guys are talking about. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. I'm just tired. I have a lot of little mm-hmm. babies. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> and what got me is, um, I love telling this story. It's my friend, Laura turned around to me. She was in the front passenger seat and she turned around and she said, I feel better now. She said, I, I used to feel like you feel, and I feel better now. And I was so mad. I was so prideful. Mm. I'm going to start crying. Talking about, I was just looking out the window and I was so mad and then I couldn't help it. I just turned to her and I said, you're telling me you feel better. Mm. She was like, I feel better. I think you could feel better. Mm. And I think that's why this launch has been such a blessing because I feel like I'm getting with other women. And I'm like, oh no, no, you don't hear me. Yeah. I love my body. Yeah. Come on. Like I love my body. (laughs) I love my, and it's not a, it's not a eyes closed pretending Right. like, yeah, I love my body. It's like, no, I, I see her for what she is. I know her struggles. I know her weakness. I experience her pain. Yeah. I love her because God made her. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm meeting him in her and yeah, I trust her in ways that I haven't before, even though I know she's going to let me down and she's going to fail and she's going <laughs> she to get older. older. She's going to hurt. <laughs> I, 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 it's, it's like that song, uh, that worship song. You're never going to let me down where we sing that. Yeah. You're never going to let. Yeah. Never gonna let. Can you, can you imagine like, even like singing that to God in our bodies? Come on. Like you yeah. made our body, like, you're not going to let me down with this thing. Yeah. You look good for me. Yeah. You gave yeah. your son for me. Yeah. You paid the ultimate price for me. Yeah. You look good for me. You gave me this body with intention. That's right. Mm, come on. 
I'm in. Though, I love it. Though outwardly are we are wasting day by day. Inwardly, we are being renewed. So there's something going on in this body that is revival, rebirth, regeneration of what the kingdom wants to do. And it is going to perish. And it is, it's interesting too about the body because yes, it is, we die, it stays here when the soul goes to heaven. But one day we're resurrected with new body. Like the whole thing gets redeemed. Bodies, yeah. everything, new heaven, new earth. So if God didn't think anything of the body, he'd be like, yeah, we're, we're just going to keep it all spiritual in that new heaven and new earth. Like, no, like the whole thing gets redone and rebirthed back to what it should be. So it matters. It matters. And it's good right now. Like it's, it's good right now. I can't get over, over this book. You guys also have shirts right now that this is a good body. I think we should, I'm already, I was going to go buy one today, but you I told said, me you're don't. sending me one. I'm, <laughs> I'm sending like, you, you're I'm sending me. you one. Okay. I'm going to buy somebody a shirt then that's listening to this. Somebody go get this book, share it. I'm not kidding. I will send you a, this is a good body package of goodness. Share this book, tell people what you are learning because we, we are part of this message. This is, this is a movement. We have to take our stand. Women, daughters of God, it is time. And you know, right now it's happening secularly, which is awesome. Like people saying diverse, show me, include me in this, include my body, include represent me. Fantastic. Yes. Now let's sing this song unto the glory of God, because their bodies are going to terminate their bodies. There is an eternity on the line and we display the glory of God inside these bodies. So this is a message timely for us, for where we're headed to as I think as a culture in the world of what the world's crying out for. So hmm. go get the book, everyone. Go get the book. Anything else, Jess, that you want people to know? No, you're in the right place. Keep listening. I, kn- I know that this is uh, preaching to the choir, but you know, what do they say? You preach to the choir to get them to sing. Oh, so I, love I know, it. I know this is, I know this is y'all's bread and butter. I know, you know, this, I know at the very least you're curious and hopeful, which mm-hmm. Lord have mercy. Can't we just get a ton of work done with some curious, hopeful people? Amen. So I just want to say thank you for, for already carrying this torch, you know, before you, if you never had heard of me, before you met me, before you heard of me, before I started writing, yeah. I'm so grateful for each of you and for how you embody the presence and power of Amen. God right where you're at. That's exactly it. The embodiment of of God is truly what we're, we're about and train and everything we do is that you would live and move and have your being in him complete as you are now knowing Mm -hmm. that there is no more complete, nothing tomorrow. You're not more complete tomorrow than you already are today, 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 you have all the goodness of God in you, the kingdom, the power, the authority that God has given you to make much of him. And then everything that comes your way, every accusation, every curse, every thought, has to bow to the God who you serve and are a daughter and and a son of. And if we walk in this, but we need to renew our mind over and over and over. So even though you've maybe read a message before about body image, I'm telling you, you have not read this message. And I've read all, I've read a lot of the books. You've read Um, all of them. I've read all of them. Way too (laughs) many, probably too many that it's just begun. It's like, okay, yeah. But this book, my soul, my soul, my soul stood up, Mm -hmm. applauded. And I'm sure it's because I've watched you go from, a ambient night email of unsure of what, but to finding your voice, stepping into your wholeness that I've just, this is, this is why, this is why teachers teach so that they no longer, someone else now has it and they go teach someone else. I'm like, come on, it's good stuff. So everyone, where can they get the book? We where should they go? 
Anywhere you get books, it's on Amazon. It's at Barnes and Noble. It's on target.com. If you go Mm -hmm. to uh, christianbook.com, you can get it there. And yeah, if they, anywhere you buy the books. And if they, um, I know if this has come out and this, if it's June 22nd, if you're hearing this before June 22nd, it's still on pre-order and they should go to the good body gals, right? We'll put that link in the show notes. Yeah. If you go to, if you go to breaking free from body shame.com. Okay. Even if it's a few days after. Okay. Go 22nd. Don't, don't tell anybody. Body, but like if it's a few days after June 22nd, it's fine. Go to breakingfreefrombodyshame.com. And when you pre order one copy of the book, you get to join Good Body Gals, which is our community of women who are just moving together and getting some body image coaching. Yes. And if you order two copies of the book, mm-hmm. you get the Body Shame Detox, which is a four week e course, totally separate content from the book that really just helps you detox what you see, what you yeah. hear, what you say, and what yeah. you do from shame bringers. Yeah. I, I posted today my old shirt. We might need to bring it back. The shame slayer shirt. I'm like, yeah, someone, someone saw that shirt and said, does that shirt say shame, shame slayer? I'm like, yeah, it's an oldie, but a goodie. They're like, bring it back. Yes. It's time. It's, it's time. time. Amen. Um, yes. And if you're a revelation wellness instructor and you're listening, we told you guys get, get a couple gals around this. This is Jess has given you language for the culture of which we are uh, multiplying here through Revelation Wellness. So people have words to talk about their body, things they will agree with, what they won't agree with, how we can do that kindly in a world that probably isn't going to always think kindly back for us yes. and how we stay free. This yeah. is book. There is no better book written that I've read about body image. And I'm so grateful that you wrote it and that I get to be a little part of chapter four, which helped you turn towards we're going towards Jesus. Yeah, absolutely. Back You're to a him. Big part of my story and a big part of this book. I'm so grateful for you. Love you. Okay, guys, uh, swipe up and get all the links and follow Jess Instagram always, of course, those places and get the book and tag me and Jess. If you get the book and show it in your hands and you've used it, I'm going to send you something. I'm going to send you a, this a good body. I'm going to the, I, I know I was going to, I was going to go there today to buy stuff, but she told me she's sending me stuff, but I'm still going to go buy it because I believe so (laughs) profoundly in this message. All right, you guys, we love you. Have a great day. Talk to y'all later. Peace.